Virginia Tech at UNC tomorrow. This one is uh, pivotal. <laughs> pivotal. That, that you know what? That's where we should start. It feels like, and then again, Dennis and I were talking off air. Our our meetings, we do talk a lot of sports. How about that? Um, and I, uh, he was like, "Can we just call this? What'd you call it? Like, gotta have it day or something That's like that? Kind of like gotta have it weekend. Gotta have it weekend." And and he was talking about NC State, and he was talking about UNC, and he was talking about all these teams, Wake, Wake Forest, all these teams in the ACC that had games that felt like they gotta have it. And my first reaction was was no, it it can't be because. You can't put them in the same category, right? UNC, got to have it. It's like, oh, whoa, so they don't fall to second in what I believe is one of the best basketball conferences in the country. And meanwhile, NC State has got to have it to the point where, like, if they lose, they're pretty much mathematically eliminated from the postseason, like from the NCAA tournament, not the ACC tournament. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm going like, that. they can't be in the same got to have it. But then the more and more it went on, I was, you know, I'm prepping. We're going to obviously talk about all these games. They're all big games in the ACC, big games in, in North Carolina. And I'm going, you know, it does feel really important to UNC. And then I'm prepping the NC State game, and it does feel really important to NC State. Then I'm prepping the Wake game, and it does feel really important to Wake. So I don't know if it's got to have it, but we, we are in, in a, a cool overlap in the Venn diagram to where, like, the desperate teams – feel like they're they're caged animals, right? They're they're backed into a corner and they're gonna do everything they can because it's it's a desperation mode. And that's the the states and the wakes and, and those they, they have to be almost, you know, if you have anything left in the tank, use it. And then there's the top teams who are trying to set themselves up for the postseason and seeding and and need to make sure they're peaking at the right time. And that's that's its own kind of urgency. It's not as desperate but it is urgent, right? So pivotal. We were just talking <laughs> during the commercial break. You know, what's a word that can encapsulate both of those, right? The desperation and also the impactful and importance of setting yourself up for postseason. It's a very pivotal weekend in the ACC. It's pivotal for UNC when they play Virginia Tech to win the game. They don't need to beat Virginia Tech for tangible reasons. They don't need to beat Virginia Tech to make sure they play on Thursday of the ACC tournament. They don't need to beat Virginia Tech to make sure they make the NCAA tournament. They don't need to beat Virginia Tech for those reasons, but for self-confidence and, and for, for knowledge of self and their, their mental sports health, it is pivotal. How poorly can UNC play for a two-week period before they begin to question themselves? Since the Duke game, they, they've not played their best basketball. How long, like, you know, part of the reason golf is so frustrating is because even really good golfers have bad holes, right? Even, re like, some of the best golfers I know, I've had rounds with them where I'm looking at them going like, dude, I tell people you're good when you're not around. You're going to have to start backing me up on this one, right? Especially if we're playing with, like, a one of my friends and I prepped him. I'm like, hey, we're going to play with a guy. He's pretty good, right? It's It's... Uh, don't, don't worry, he's still really fun to play with, but he's going to take a lot less shots than us to get it in the hole. Then you're playing with him and they stink, and you're like, come on, man, I've, I told him you're good. But how? Like, that's part of the gift and the curse of golf, right? Because good golfers have bad holes, good golfers have bad rounds, and they keep their confidence because they know they're good, right? If, if you're a scratch golfer and you, you could play 15 over par, you're, you're still scratch golfer, right? You're still pretty good. But how many 15 over par rounds until you're like, you know what? Maybe I'm not a scratch golfer anymore. And you start getting in your own head. UNC is the best team in the ACC. 
uh, I believe if you look at their their total resume up to this point, they've put together the best season. They're the best team in the ACC. But how many games where where you lose to Clemson? How many games where you lose to Syracuse? How many games where you struggle against Miami? How many of those games until you're like, maybe we're not the best team in the in the ACC? Armando Baycott said after the Duke win that the ACC comes through him. His words, not mine. Then they lost two of their next three games to come back to the uh, very close to the pack in the ACC. Not Wolf Pack, but just the, the group uh, in the middle of the ACC. So, yeah, it's pivotal that they take care of Virginia Tech here just to remind themselves who they are. Because the other side of it is it only takes a few molly whoppings, right? It only takes a few uh, vintage R.J. Davis and Armando Baycott games and Harrison Ingram games where they, they win by 20 and they dominate and they control everything for us to completely forget that they struggled at all. Right? Take, they, takes a couple games. Oh, right back at it. It's like, all right, okay, they, they you know, they're a little wobble there, but they're, they're back and they're normal. So only you, takes two or three of them. To use your golf analogy, it's like, you drill one off the tee, like 280, all, and like right in the middle of the fairway. You're like, okay, yeah, there that, it is. That, Got that feeling back. That, that might be the most golf of it all, right? You go like double bogey, triple bogey, pick up your ball because you lost it, uh, take you six to get out of the, the, the trap. The next hole, you like, you, you put it 10 feet on a par three, make the putt for birdie. You're walking to the next tee like, you know, I should think about turn, turning pro. You know, <laughs> I should at least consider if I really, if I hit the range every day, I mean, I should consider it. And your buddy's going like, it took you 13 shots to get out of the bunker 20 minutes ago. What are you talking about? You know, yeah, but, but you know, that's just, that's just a feel. I mean, these guys play all the time. Uh, that could very much be UNC. If UNC smokes Virginia Tech, I will, I will be doing it, right? I'll be walking to their next game going, you know, they're a national title contender. They're pretty, yeah. they're pretty darn good. I don't know if you saw what they did against Duke. I don't know if you saw what they did against Virginia Tech. And someone's going to have to grab me and go, like 20 minutes ago, you were getting beat by Syracuse. What are you talking about? And I'm like, all right, that's fair, but, you know, they hit the range more. Um, it's, it, it, I mean, using the golf analogy, that's the way it goes, right? But it all starts with, right, you can't, you can't even have that delusional self-confidence that you should go be on the PGA Tour if you don't birdie a hole, right? You, you have to actually have, you know, the one good swing where, where you put it where you want to, to to even get delusional, right? If you don't have that, if you keep playing poorly, golf is a really unfun sport. And if UNC keeps going down the path they've been going on for their last three games, defense not playing nearly as well as it was, uh, R.J. Davis not playing nearly as efficiently as he was, um, not utilizing Harrison Ingram's versatility as much as they should, like uh, Cormac Ryan taking more of an offensive burden and and maybe eating into some other players who are more efficient with their usage. Like if they keep going down that path, they're going to be throwing clubs pretty soon, snapping clubs, throwing balls into the water. Like it's, it, it can get ugly when you get frustrated. Duke is in a different kind of pivotal game. Duke is in a pivotal game, right? Because it's it's crazy how this week, you know, I've talked about it once already. Every team in the ACC, it feels like a really important game just for wildly different reasons. Uh, Duke is kind of like UNC in that if they lose on the road to Florida State, that's not going to tangibly remove anything from them, right? They're still going to be in the mix for one of the top couple of seeds in the ACC tournament. They're still going to be an NCAA tournament projected team. They're still going to have, have opportunities in bigger games later on to, to drum up their resume. But Duke is only a half game back of UNC. 
Duke is a half game behind the University of North Carolina in the ACC standings, and it would be important and impactful if they can pull even, but really if they can take the lead. It's, I mean, anyone that's ever been to a basketball game that was competitive, you know the feeling I'm talking about. It's, it's when a team is, is trying to make a comeback, right? And usually it's the home team for what I'm about to describe. Say the, the road team is up 10, and the home team makes an eight-point comeback, they're down two. The intensity rises and rises, but it doesn't bubble over. It doesn't explode until the explosion happens when the go-ahead bucket drops, right? You start a comeback, start a comeback. You're scratching and clawing, you're scratching and clawing, you're scratching and clawing, you're down two, and and the crowd favorite shooting guard from the home team catches it on the wing and puts up a three, and the whole place is like... (laughs) And when it drops, oh! And if it clanks off the rim, the announcer goes, well, the roof was going to come off this place. If that one dropped, the roof would have come off this place. Uh, That's where Duke kind of is right now, right, with the deficit being that Duke-UNC game. Because if you remember, the the Duke-UNC game, which was such a dramatic kind of convincing victory by UNC, going into that game, the the storyline was if Duke wins, they're a half game back, right? If Duke wins – this is a completely new race in the ACC. If Duke wins, they're they're kind of neck and neck with UNC. But if UNC wins, it becomes a two-and-a-half game lead. If UNC wins, they put distance between themselves and everybody else. That's what the storyline was. So then when UNC won, that, that gap grew. Yet Duke since has fought their way all the way back to where they would have been if they won the, Duke, uh, won the UNC game in Chapel Hill. Right? If they would have won that game, they'd be a half game back. Right now, they're a half game back. So what are they waiting on? They're waiting on that three to fall. Right, Everyone's breath is being held right now. Their faithful are balls in the air. Time pauses. As soon as it drops, the place is going to go crazy. Now, let's be real. Florida State is always going to be Florida State. That's not an open three, right? <laughs> That's a three with with a hand in your face. Florida State is always going to be Florida State, at least as long as Leonard Hamilton is there. They're going to have a bunch of 6'8 to 6'10 rangy athletes. They're going to be deep as all get out on the roster. They're going to have 10 guys that can go, and they're not going to be afraid to play them all. Depending on w- whether you make a cutout or a cutoff on games played, Florida State has between 10 and 12 players averaging at least 10 minutes per game. Now, a couple of them have played, you know, 15 games this year. But the games that they've played in, they've averaged at least 10 minutes. They have they have 12 guys averaging 10 minutes per game. That's absurd. You know what that tells me? Hmm. The six guys that play for Duke better get a good night's rest tonight. <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. They better get off their feet. Proctor, Filipowski, McCain, Mitchell, Foster, and Roach. That's all they've been playing as of late. There's a world where Florida State can double up Duke in guys that are they're willing to have contribute. And Florida State, like all those guys are like six, seven. That's what like, the, that's like what six, they recruit. five and six, ten. Leonard Hamilton has a type. That's just what he is. He he has you know Jonathan Isaac, 
uh, uh, Scotty Barnes. Well, Scotty like, Barnes, like, prime example. He's just looking for those rangy, lanky athletes, and and then he sends them at you in waves. So it's it's very much like you get overwhelmed, you get swarmed, and there's elbows and knees all over the place. <laughs> like it's 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 a lot of that, and it can be exhausting to fight against. They play a, an intense brand of defense, and Duke part of their adjustments as the season has gone along has actually been limiting their rotation. Less Sean Stewart. Almost no TJ Power. Right? They, they've gotten less and less players. Ryan Young has had his minutes cut back drastically. Ryan Young, Reeves got hurt. Like, they've, they've, had, they've had a lot of, of uh, really, like, kind of paring it down. And that means the, those names I mentioned, right? Foster off the bench. And then it's the starters, Proctor, Flip, McCain, Mitchell, and Roach. Those six are going to have to be ready to leave it all on the on the floor tomorrow in Tallahassee. I know Tall- <laughs> Tallahassee does just kind of seem like it's, you know, Denver or Mexico City or something. I bet the, the air isn't the same. It's <laughs> it's probably the opposite, right? It's so humid in Florida that it's it's uh, it gets you tired that way. But in a game where if you want to catch UNC, you got to win these games. If you want to be the top seed, if you want to be the regular season ACC champion, you have to win these games. It's important. Dare I say, it's pivotal. Pivotal. That's the theme for today's show, by the way. Pivotal. Mm -hmm. Pivotal. 